it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome back to the post-match pint in association with Purity Ale. And uh, we start the season, gentlemen, with a win. Chris Dolan, Dan Bardell, Tom Julian as the live guest. Uh and Dan, first, first of all, good to good to have a win on the opening day of the season. Yeah, the way I always look at these things is we're two points better off than we were last season. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. we drew we drew with Sheffield United at home, so it, it's a good start. We've we've got we've got two points credit as far as I'm concerned. It it wasn't pretty. I don't think watching us against ten men is is a true barometer of, of how we're going to be. I thought Sheffield United actually, to their credit, defended very well with, with ten men and. It's pleasing to, to get off the mark with a win. I was I was really interested to, to have seen how that would have gone, 11 v 11, but obviously that was early doors. That that was all out the window with John Egan sending off, which I thought was a li- little bit harsh, but I understand what why he was sent off. It was very, a bit similar to the one we saw Liverpool-Chelsea at the, at the weekend. It, it wasn't pretty, but we couldn't beat a team with 10 men last season. So again, that's another thing we've done better than last season already. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, uh, a great start for Emmy Martinez as well. Yeah, I was actually going to just raise that point before before you asked me the question. I mean, um, just everything. I mean, I was a little bit concerned. There's a few moments in the first half where it was a little bit like, you know, um, passing passing around the box uh, and it looked, a, it looked a little bit nervy. But um, now once he grew into the game, he, he just looks so assured and so composed and, and um, so comfortable on the ball. And you'll be, again, you look at you look at Chelsea and you look at, you know, Kepa and, and, and goalkeepers making mistakes and, it's for me that's a that's the signing of the of the window, uh, you know, in the Premier League above. You know, that for me that's just like you know phenomenal piece of business. And um, he showed tonight what a quality quality goalkeeper is. Even there was a couple of times he he didn't make a save apart from the penalty save, but um, the there was a few moments where he he just just commanded his box so well and and um, came for came for balls and yeah he just looks so sure. So um, yeah he was he was the man of the match for me tonight purely based on the um, on the penalty save. Yeah, it's so important, isn't it, to have a keeper that you trust in and and I saw a few people saying he's already earning his uh, earning his transfer fee, Dan. I think to, to go back to your point, we're already two 
points better off than we were last season and and he can be a big um he can count himself a big uh, component of that yeah and also i'll put him in my fantasy football team so that's an excellent piece of business by myself which which is always pleasing because i've made a couple of bad decisions in the first few weeks but that one's one of my better ones like dolan said he, he didn't have much to do but it wasn't just a standard penalty save. I would say I thought it wasn't a terrible penalty. It was it was a good save at, at full stretch. And then I celebrate, and then you suddenly start to worry about whether his feet were off the line and, and things mm-hmm. like that. But he, he obviously managed to negotiate that rule quite well as well. He just looks a presence. You always take the mick out of me about about distribution, but his distribution looks very good as well. He, he's got good technique when he's got the ball out of his hands. He did a lovely throw out in the second half as well. And you could just see he's got something about him. He, he's got the stature. He's someone who's on the up, as I said, on the on the last show we did. And I think he'll, he'll make a big difference because we did have our moments with goalkeepers in the second half of the season. I'm sorry. I, I can't remember the last time you said a Aston Villa goalkeeper had bad distribution. It's like they could be the worst goalkeeper in the world, but they've all got good <laughs> distribution. I mean, you're just struggling to move with the times, Tom. It's it's always been something that, that you've struggled with, both in both in fashion and, and in football opinions. You've just, you've just not moved on with it. And distribution for a goalkeeper is a very important thing nowadays. Absolutely. You mentioned your fantasy football team. I uh, I had Egan, so that's that's so did I. As did Dan, which he which he failed to yeah. to mention. But yeah. <laughs> um, what did what did you make of the sending off, Dolan? Did you uh, read for you or not? Yeah, it was for me. I mean, there's the argument of of the they had the um the other player coming around the side, but I mean, if you look at yesterday's um decision uh, with Mane, for me it was fairly similar. Um, you know, the referee was 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 pretty sure it was a rare card. He he gave the red. It wasn't upgraded or downgraded. For me, it was a rare card. He was last man. Um, you know, the reason the keeper got to the ball was because Watkins was having a shirt pulled. So, you know, if, if Watkins wasn't having a shirt pulled by Egan, he would have had at least two or three yards on him and the keeper the keeper would have stayed in his line and then it would have been a one-on-one. So, for me, it was the correct decision. Um, never easy playing with, with, with 10 men. You know, it's it's no it's no one's given right to go on and win a game of football with the, with um, with an extra man because, you know, they just go and, 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 uh, and set up sort of banks of four. But, um, you know, they're, for me, they're... Um, they haven't been around the Premier League that long, but they're they're quite a streetwise team. They've been together for 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 four or five seasons, and um, you know I think last season we would have we would have probably drawn that game nil nil. So it was um, yeah, it was just, just really pleasing to um, to get the win, and, and three points is just massive. You know, it doesn't matter how pretty it was or how ugly it was, three points is just massive. So um, absolutely delighted, and um, and I know as well that'll not be that'll not be the uh, the sort of squad. That we'll see. There will be there will be three or four more players I would imagine coming in because that bench looked very very light tonight. Um, not many options to come off. So I think um, again it's it's another win, um, another week to hopefully get in a couple more players. And um, I think I think we'll be absolutely fine this season. Yeah, we haven't we haven't mentioned the goal scorer yet, Esri Concer, and and it was our two centre backs that combined to to get Villa the eventual winner. Um, just after the hour mark, Dan. We don't often see goals from corners. It's something that I've lamented uh, ever since this podcast started. I think, um, but but good to good to get uh, a, a corner in for one, and, and it proved to be a crucial goal for Concer. Yeah, it's more about getting the getting the goals from the defenders. I think in tight games when you're struggling to score, and we were struggling to score, let's face it, set pieces and big defenders coming up for corners could be a massive facet in getting yourself over the line and getting getting the three points and. It's probably like, if I'd have had to put money on how we were going to win it, I probably would have said it's going to come from a set piece towards the end of the season. There was a lot of tight games that we had in those last four or five and we managed to get ourselves over the line by doing well well off set pieces. And we've done it again today. 
obviously Conte was struggling as well, so it was looking like at one point he he might have to go off. But he's growing every single week, Conte, and a goal won't do him any harm either. And it was nice movement from Mings across the front post, a little bit like that the Arsenal game towards the back end of the last season. So it's something now that, that we're getting better at. It was something that we needed to to improve on, and we've got to spread the goals around. I think we have got that striker that will get us into into double figures, but you still need people from elsewhere chipping in, and and that's what's won us the game tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it looked like um, Grealish might grab one at the end as well, Dolan. Did you, when when you went 1-0 up, usually as Villa fans, we're kind of thinking, all right, we're waiting for the worm to turn and then where, where's the where's the goal that we're going to concede yeah. coming from? But did you think yeah. we were kind of remained in control? Do you think we were going to go on, get a couple more? Yeah, I thought I thought Jack was better playing centrally. Um, centrally. I was actually more impressed with Watkins when he moved out, out to the wing. Um, I thought he looked a bit more comfortable there, strangely. You know, I thought he looked a little bit nervous in the first half, then up top on his own. And the thing with, with um, I, think, I think we were getting too many balls in, in, into the box and He's not. He's not a, a natural header of the ball. Like you wouldn't. You wouldn't see him as a as a as that number nine that you whip the ball into. For me, he, he plays. He plays better with the ball at his feet. So, um, I thought, yeah, Jack looked much better when he when he when he came into the middle. And um, yeah, I think maybe uh, if it was two or three games into the season, he, he probably would have buried a few of those chances that he had tonight. But um, no, I thought it was it was a, it was a solid it was a solid performance. Um, nobody dropped below a six. Um, but then nobody, but nobody was a ten, um, uh, you know, a nine or a ten. So it was. Listen, it was. A, it was a solid performance, uh, a, a clean sheet for me, which is massive. Um, and you know, you, Sky Sports keep on bringing up the stats of last season and how many goals that, that, that we conceded in the last fifteen minutes of games, and mm. it does sort of worry a little bit. So, but for me, you, you're always worried. But I think our game management's getting better and better. And um, yeah, for me, a clean sheet. Is just as important as as um, as scoring a goal and, and getting three points because it's it's always something to build on. With all post match pints, um, we we always bring in a, a range of guests, so we've got a couple more to get to. Um, but before I do, it's been a it's been a pleasure to bring back the three of us again. It's it's felt like a, a little while since we've done that, but uh, <laughs> I have to break up the party, unfortunately, uh, and. Uh, and just say that I'll be the one that's, that's bowing out this evening and uh, bowing out for the foreseeable future. Um, I'm going to step back from from hosting some of these these Villa View shows for a little bit. A uh, couple of things personally going on. New kid along uh, coming on the way. Work being very very busy. But I'm delighted to say that that Mr. Dolan will be stepping into the breach for 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 some of it, and there'll be some some other presenters as well. Dan handling some some post-match pint action. Um, you, you're going to have to manage the comments now, which I, I think we are all slightly <laughs> concerned about. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say before I before I jump off, uh, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure, and it's been great to get these shows back on the road. I know I leave every six months, so expect to see me back again. <laughs> uh, I wanted to get the joke in before you did. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, in all seriousness, uh, I really enjoyed doing these doing these kind of uh, lockdown shows, if you like. Um, and and I'm glad to, that that the post match pint and the live lounge is going to carry on um, with, with you, Chris, uh, coming back into the fold. So uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what you guys do with it. So someone's just said best of luck, Tim, on the, on the comments, <laughs> which is really me. Even when you go in somewhere, someone can't get your name right. I really, really enjoyed that. I've got little or no faith that you'll be gone permanently. So I feel like it's it's, it's not even like a goodbye because at some point 
I'm sure you'll be back, but obviously it, it won't be the same without you. It's going to put a lot more responsibility on my shoulders, which which isn't a great thing. But <laughs> as I say, I think you'll be back, and it's great to have Dolan back on board as well because I think out of the three of us, he probably speaks the most sense. So there might be some <laughs> sensible football opinions on on here for once. But as I say, you've had a lot of good boys over the <laughs> over the last last year or so. So I, I'm not going to milk it for you, but I'm sure I can tell you're a bit upset. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those where I didn't plan on it until uh, a few days ago, to be honest, uh, as you as you well know. Um, and but it's one of these things that is inevitable for a, for a few different reasons. Um, so yeah, it's it's disappointing, and um, it's been a pleasure, and it's been a huge part of uh, of my life for the last few years. So um, yeah, I'll definitely miss it, and definitely miss chatting with you boys. But yeah, who knows? Who knows when the next time will be. Yeah, what happens now? You're just going to press disconnect and go. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> um, we've got other guests to come on, so somebody's going to take over the the hosting duties. But I'm just going to I'm just going to toddle on out. So up the villa, glad to glad to leave with a win, and um, see you boys soon. Take care, Tim. Bye. <laughs> Is he gone yet? He's gone. Oh dear. I think we can all agree. Villa winning has probably overshadowed Tom leaving, so I don't, I don't think we're too bothered tonight. But maybe long term, it will, will cause us some problems. Someone asked in the comments whether whether Tom can play left back. Having watched him play football, he absolutely cannot play left back. So I've seen a, I've seen a few things actually. A few people have had, had a go at Target in the comments. Yeah. Dolan, I don't know what your thoughts are. I know he gave away the penalty, which which we'll come on to obviously, but. I just, he looked a bit tired to me. If anything, yeah. in the second half, I was surprised at how tired he looked. Yeah, Target. I mean. I think he's got massive potential. Um, I know, like, you speak to Fulham fans and they absolutely raved about him when he, when he was at Fulham, but, yeah, I, I, I do like him. I do, but I still think, I still think we need probably another option um, at left-back. Um, you know, again, Neil Taylor's been a great servant for us, but I think if we want to push on to that next level, we need, you know, we need to kind of Matty Cash-esque left-backs um, to, to sort of get up and down the pits quicker. Um Listen, I like Target. I do. I think he's probably underrated. Uh, I think if you look back at the season he had last year, I think him and Jack linked up really well. Um, but I do think we're a little bit light uh, at left back, just in terms of options. In terms of options. Um, but I was impressed with with um, with Cash. Uh, I thought yeah, he, he's very he good. had a very very strong first half. I think he'll only get better and better. Um, you know, literally the first couple of minutes, he he sort of had the whole right hand side to himself. Uh, I probably would have maybe taken it on a little bit. A little bit more, but um, still a great, great, um, great sort of ball into the box, and I thought he was a, he was a, he was very, very solid tonight. And um, you know, the, the the three signings made all the difference, um, which is what you want to see, you know. So you definitely think we've got a bit more about us, don't you, with the, with the players that, that we've bought in? Obviously, we were crying out for, for someone to play up top, and we, we've done that in Watkins. I wouldn't have said right back was something that needed upgrading. To be honest, going into the summer, I'd have probably been a bit like you and say we could do with a, another option at left back because target yeah. gets injured injured quite a lot but Cash's delivery throughout I thought was spot on I thought he faded a little bit as, as the game went on but I did think he started like an absolute house on fire by the way but his delivery looked very good he was a William runner he could, he could get up and down look like he had bundles of energy he was pretty much the the player that the Nottingham Forest fans had described to us on social media yeah. wasn't it yeah yeah and then the, and the thing with the thing with both our, our right backs is they can both play right midfield so you got a lot of uh, flexibility and, and versatility in, in, in that in, in that area whereas our left backs for me, aren't as versatile as our right backs, especially going forward. Um, but no, I think you know, I think we'll see. 
still still lacking up top massively. I still think we cannot rely on, on Watkins on his own. I think we still need another another couple of wingers. Um, you know, Trezeguet uh, again had a had a solid had a solid enough game, kinda of huffed and puffed. Final delivery wasn't great. Um I'd love to see him I'd love to see him take a player on. You know, just take a player on and, and um, you know, run with it. Um try and make the defender think. Um I always feel he sort of gets the ball, stops back and then lays it off, or he'll whip it in first time. Um, you know, so that's um, that. That for me, I, th- I, st- I, I, know, I, I do think Rashika will probably end up coming. I, I think that looks think? to be quite. I, I do, yeah. I mean, it hasn't gone away, and from what I've heard from certain people, you know, it's close. It's done. It's either done. It's either close. And for me, there's no other club I can think of, and well, especially in England, that are in firm. So if if he doesn't come to us, it'll be a team in Europe. But I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we'll see him. We'll see him at some point this week. I'm pretty confident. Um, but yeah, I think another, another two or three definitely needed because if you look at if Konza had to come off tonight, we would have had a Courtney House. You know, is he really Premier League quality? Probably not. Um, if if um, Target had to come off, who do you bring in? Lee Taylor is he really Premier League quality? Not really. You know, you take out Luis. Who do you bring in? The Camba is he really? Is he really, you know, a top top player at that that level? Not really. Take off Trezeguet. Who do you bring on? El Ghazi. Have they really done it? Has he has he really done it for us consistently in the last three seasons? No. So I still think we're um, we're a couple short, but um, I'm more than confident that, that it'll be addressed. Do you think you're talking about Rashika? That's the kind of game when you're playing against 10 men and you need to break teams down. Stretch, Do you think yes. Not having another player like Jack, someone who is a little bit tricky, someone that can thread the eye of a needle with a, with a through ball, get on the ball and see yeah. a gap nobody else sees. It's kind of that game, isn't it, tonight, where you think if Jack's not fully on, I'm not saying Jack wasn't on it, by the way, but if Jack's not on it, you need someone else that, yeah, that can yeah. be able to, to be able to yeah. pull off the passes and, and see the things that Jack sees. I just I just think it's unfair on, 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 on Jack. Like, you know, um, I think that... I think the players obviously ask a lot of him um, because he's so good, and um, we we need we need other players to, to 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 take responsibility. But again, we're probably lacking a bit in terms of quality. So yeah, for me, Rashika, he's he's a different kind of player from what I've seen. I mean, from what I've seen on YouTube, like most of us have have, have seen him on YouTube, he's a lot more uh, of a direct, pacey winger. Um, so yeah, if we can get if we can get him in. Um, Talk big talk again of, of of Edward from Celtic coming in, um, you know, and, and if we were to get an, a, another striker in, I'd even maybe look at playing at playing Watkins on the wing, Watkins and, and Rashiga on the flanks, and then have your have um, Edward um, up top because I felt last night we were kind of uh, sorry tonight we were just whip, we were just whipping them balls and there was no real there was no yeah. real kind of thought behind them we were just sort of uh, and it just it was all it was all I, I, I said it on the WhatsApp Sheffield. You know, they could just mop them up for fun. You know, they'll just head them out all day long. And I think we lacked, we just lacked a little bit of uh, creativity uh, going forward. But um, it'll come, it'll come. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, believe it or not, very, very happy tonight. But uh, yeah, I still think it's No, I'm delighted. I'm just, I'm just yeah. you know, I'm, I think if you ask any, if you ask any of the fans, if, if, if that was to be our, our sort of squad going into the season, you know, I think, I think they'll all say that well, we still need a little, right. little bit more, but it won't be. So no. I'm more than happy and I'm more than confident it'll get addressed. I mean, I'm expecting two more in at the, the very least. I think it will probably be three, if I'm being perfectly honest. I don't know whether producer can just give me a nod to say whether our, our guest is lined up 
or not, or if he's ready to, to come on, just a thumbs up or a thumbs down would be nice. Got the thumbs up. So hopefully Matt Lynch will be appearing on the screen very, very soon. It's a bit like a, a reunion show tonight. The reunion show, yeah. yeah. Getting, getting, getting everyone on who's ever showed their face on the on the, on the video <laughs> tonight. But there he is, second live guest of the evening. Matt, you good? Good evening. How are we doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, well, good. Yeah, doing good after that anyway. It's a relief, isn't it, really? Yeah. And, and obviously you're delighted to be back on the Villa View, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Got the late call up. You can't say no, can you? When Dan you the call. No, it's big. It's big to get that WhatsApp. Everyone dreams of getting that WhatsApp in, obviously. And Matt, what, what did you make overall of Villa tonight? I thought we were good value for the win. Um, first game of the season. What do we really expect? I don't think we expected it to be the high tempo that we played in the first half for 90 minutes. That's just not possible, especially against 10 men. So... As soon as we also go against 10 men last season, we looked terrible. So for today to go out there and win, it's all we can really ask for. But as I come back to it, it's the first game of the season. I thought a few players were definitely off the boil, but I wouldn't expect anything else. It's not like we've had a major pre-season, is it, yeah. with the turnaround? So I'm not too concerned by some of the missed performances tonight. I'm just happy that it's a game that we would have gone on and lost today last season. Yeah, I think if you, I think you raised a good point there. If you look at the comments, a few people have asked why we it looked like we were still in pre-season. Well, I don't think we're going to be the only Premier League team that that is in that mode at the moment. Certainly from the games I've seen, Villa, Villa, Villa weren't alone. But how important is it just to get the job done? Because it felt like we didn't get very many scrappy wins like that last season, and that was definitely a game that would have tripped us up on the last campaign, wasn't it? Oh, it's the perfect start, isn't it? To go and win scrappy, I think it's probably easier for us today than going out there and sinking them for four after scoring that first. But just because on the fact of that we have never really had that sort of steal about us. I know towards the back end of last season, we had it against Arsenal, for example. But realistically, last season, we never really had that steal to see out games. So from that side of things, it puts us in good stead for the rest of the season. And you can't really take much more than just that it being three points and you go and play Leeds and you, you hope for the best next time. And they're scoring a lot of goals. So for us, it's a good opportunity to prove that we have got that steely defence still. Dolan McGinn's been getting a bit of a stick in the comments and he, he still looks off, off the pace. What, what did you think of him overall? Yeah, he, he does look off the pace because that's natural because he, he's only really played, what, a handful of games in the last, what, eight months. So, of course, you know, not only has he not played game footballs in, in the last, what, seven, eight, nine weeks. He, apart from the last, uh, the, the post-lockdown games, he hadn't played since um, since Christmas. So, of course, it's, it's, it's going to take a, a lot of time. I mean, these guys, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's never easy. I mean, obviously, I'm not a professional athlete, unlike um, Dan Bordell thinks yeah. he is. But, um, I try, I try. you know, it, it's going to take, take time. He wasn't, he wasn't at his best. He wasn't at his best. But, um, again, you know, it's going to take, take time for everyone to gel, everyone to click. Um, but I still think, you know, a typical McGain at the end, 91st minute, he gets the ball in the centre of the park and just runs with it, just runs and runs and runs, gets his, gets a corner out of it, and, and we see the game out. So, um, listen, he wasn't he wasn't the best turn the pitch, but like I say, there was no partic- particular standout performances. So it was um, massive three points, absolutely delighted. I think, as, as Matt said, we probably would have gone on to either draw that game last night or concede, um, concede late on. So... You know, it's it's all about as I said, it's all about making progress. Um, we're certainly we're certainly making making um, making massive strides. Man, what about Sheffield United? Because every time they visit Villa Park, the game's just absolutely full of incident. There's always something going on when Sheffield United are, are, are in town. What did you make of the sending off 
I gotta be honest, I thought it was a little bit harsh. What, what did you think of it? Just letter of the law and that's it. Yeah, it's exactly that. It's double jeopardy, isn't it? He's in a position where he's going to be cleaned through. I don't think that Egan's catching him. And I think Egan could have been a lot more savvy about it. If Egan just steps in front of Watkins, the chances are the foul isn't given. Or if it is given, it's only a yellow. But he's given the referee a decision to make by clamping all over him. So, of course, it's going to be red. It looked innocuous, but I know Watkins didn't make a big deal of that. And fair mm. reason for doing that. So, don't give the referee that decision to make. And if he's got that decision to make, there's only one way it's going, and that's a red card. And that's what he's given. Yeah. So, yeah. And Target gave the referee a decision to make as well. I've got to say, I wasn't enamoured by, by Villa's defending in, in the build-up to that. I thought it was very, very rash, but by Conser. A, a little bit soft, but I think that there is contact. And then at that point, the referee's never going to overturn turn it, is he? But what I say from Martinez? Yeah, look, that. It's always a pen. I'd been fuming if Villa didn't get there the opposite end. So it's a pen. It's a soft one, but it's a pen. But what a way to announce yourself to the Villa faithful than to make that save. It's a quality pen save. It's not like Lundstrom has tapped the penalty no. and made a absolute hash of it. He's hit that well. So from that perspective, Martinez has endeared himself straight to the fans. And what a boost to the defence as well to know that that's behind you. I'd imagine mm. in the last season or so, the Villa defence hasn't been the most confident with the keepers behind them. So to have somebody that's pulled off that save so early on in their career is a is a big big statement. Yeah, he wasn't particularly busy, was he? But what he did do, he did very well as solving the penalty save, which was obviously exceptional. But he just came and got the ball a couple of times, didn't he? And he's just got that authority and an aura about him, and he's someone at the moment who is full of confidence off the back of what he did for Arsenal as well. How how much of a big sign do you think that's going to be for Villa? I think he'll prove to actually be a bargain. I know everybody said the price tag that he's gone for, but. You look at the prices that all top keepers are going for now. I mean, Chelsea are bringing this Mendy guy in from France and yeah. that's mental money. They've obviously got the world record for Kepa. And I, I'm not saying that Martinez for one minute is at that level yet, but I think Chelsea would have been better off spending their money on Martinez. Um, mm. He's that age where he's coming into his prime, as you say, he's got the back of a lot of confidence. He's obviously in the Argentina national team. It's all going for him at the moment and... In terms of experience, there's not many other keepers in the Premier League with as much experience as he's got for his age. In terms of all those loan spells that he's had, he's, he's a well-rounded character. And I think that that's what Dean Smith was probably looking for more than just being a solid keeper with lots of time to develop still, is the fact that he's a good all-round person. But do you I think, mean, I, I, um, oh, sorry, Donnie, carry on. Do no, no, carry on, carry that, on. Um, you know, it's so unlike Villa. I just think it, it shows massive intent for us to go and get... Because we, we would never have been able to one afford until you had the the kind of prestige to go and sign essentially the best keeper post lockdown in the Premier League. Uh just come off. He's just won the FA Cup. He's just won the community shield. You know, he's played with world class players at Arsenal. Um and for us, I just honestly I just think as I said before, um, Matt came on, I think it's the best signing of the season um across the entire Premier League. I just think it's absolutely phenomenal piece of business. And you know we seem to act. We, we we acted quickly, and um and I, I just think um I just I just think he's 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 gonna honestly he will he will gain us ten to twelve points this season alone yeah from having him and it's just it's so so important and I think twenty minutes is an absolute bargain absolute snip. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you. I think when you what you're saying about the Chelsea keeper as well, he, he he's absolutely spot on for 
someone who's unproven to be coming in for 20 million Chelsea and they're replacing someone who probably cost, I think it was 60, 70 million at the time. And when when we've pulled in someone like Martinez, I think it shows that the club has actually been operating in a pretty savvy manner this summer. I cannot believe we were talking about penalties, by the way. Not one person talked about Matt Lynch's penalty in in, in the comments. Unbelievable. It's been a long time. I was waiting for it and, it and it just didn't come. Obviously, I'm someone myself who's missed a penalty down that end as well. Quite similar, actually. Looking back, Matt, before you go, I know you obviously had a bit of an interest in, in, in Nottingham Forest. You went to uni down there. Just talk about Matty Cash a little bit before you drop off. Yeah, it's quite interesting, actually. I saw Matty Cash in probably the first two years quite a lot. Um, probably most weeks, actually, week in, week out when he was playing. He wasn't playing all the games, but it's interesting, really, because he was very much a midfielder in those early days at Forest, and then he's sort of been brought back and pulled back into a more defensive position, which suits him quite well. I think attacking him, we saw what he can offer today. Mm-hmm. Uh, going forwards, he's got some brilliant deliveries on him. He's essentially got the delivery of what you'd hope for for Elmo, but he's got years on his side and age and mm-hmm. the pace side of it as well, which I think we're lacking. I think it's probably harsh to say that he wouldn't do a job in midfield for us because he would, but I think he's better used at right back. And I think it also gives us that option. I can't imagine we're going to be doing it, but to play the three at the back with wing backs, I think he suits that well as well. So from that, he's an all-round player. But more importantly as well is that defensively, he can still be solid. And we didn't really see that today. I must admit he was perhaps at a position at times, but... There's still time for that. But as debuts go, I think it was up there today. I think all three of the debutants made their mark today. And yeah, for Cash, in terms of his ability, I think there's still a lot more to come. And it's just unfortunate that he's of English heritage and there's so many English right-backs. Yeah, loads. In terms of his delivery and his output, he will prove to be a stellar signing for us. And there's a reason why the clubs in the Premier League are after him. And there's obviously a reason why Chris Wilder wanted him when he literally operates and relies on those wing-backs. So, yeah, yeah he's a, I've watched him a lot and I think there's a lot more to come from him and it'd be interesting to see if we stick to him at right-back because he has, like I say, got that option to be further forwards as a right sort of midfielder, winger, mm-hmm. or even at CDM. So, from that side of things, he's a versatile player, but I think we have to stick with him at right-back on the basis that we don't want him to become one of those players where it's like, oh, where should we play him this week? Because yeah. that's mm-hmm. not what anyone needs. Mm. Well, Matt, it's been brilliant to have you on. Always nice to see your face on the Villa View. I'm sure everyone else will agree. A bit of love for you in the comments as well. Definitely have you on again in a future post-match point. Take care, pal. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. See ya. I mean, he is is the only professional journalist out of all of us, really. You know? Yeah. Um, He is the original. I myself as well. Yeah. He is the original. And, uh, you know, um, I think it's it's safe to say that we all learned a lot off the early days of Matt Linson. Uh, yeah, I always find his his, his, his like his delivery is just so good in terms of like the way he just you know he's like he's he's a, he's, a, he's a true professional. So it was always good to see Matt Lynch. But um, just oh, on that, on that Chris, fact, calm down, calm down. Well, just just giving the guys some some love, you know. It's it's nice to be nice. Um, yeah, just here on that on that back four, I said to you on the WhatsApp, I think it's great to see an all English back four. Yeah, nice, no, brilliant. You know, and um, you know it 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 gives us a, a DNA. Um, and um, you know, for me, we, we haven't seen the likes of 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 that since maybe O'Neill um, or John Gregory. Whenever we had a real a real yeah. solid English spine to the uh, to the team, and I think you always want to see homegrown players, and you always want to see players coming through the through the ranks. And um, we're looking like we're getting a real, you know, the average age is dropping down. We're we're building a side, as as, as I just said, with with an identity and a DNA 
um, who, who who Smith will get them playing, and um, no, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely looking good. Yeah, Marjorie's made it made a good comment in in the chat saying five pounds just been deducted from Matt Lynch's bank account in, into Chris Dolan's. That, 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 that's definitely gone straight in there. Probably a good time to talk about our, our sponsors, Purity. I couldn't for the life of me tell you what their uh, their address is, their uh, their website address. So hopefully it might flash up on on the screen. But yeah, they're sponsoring us again for these post match points, which is obviously great to have an association with them. It, it's probably worth mm-hmm. me saying at the moment as well that me and you have got no purity in the house. Say, it'd be nice. Going to need that rectified. Drinking a cup yeah. of tea here. It'd be nice to have a, a yeah. nice little uh, a nice little chill glass of purity here. Would be uh, would be lovely. Yeah. Also, just in the absolute giant spider run across my floor, which is a, a little bit of a, of, a, of a concern. One thing I did think about Matt Lynch actually, he made a very good point about uh, Matty Cash having the delivery of Elmo. Do you think he's got the pace and the energy of Gilbert as well? So it's kind of like a cross between the yeah, two, isn't it? I think that's worth pointing out. Very similar to Gilbert. Um, you know, very very similar. Uh, I feel for Gilbert actually. I think yeah, he, uh, yeah, I think he's probably not going to be around um, this season. I think it's it's harsh because. Yeah, he's he was bought essentially for us being in the championship, and um, you know every time. I mean that Everton game. I mean you were there, weren't you, uh, last season at home? And and he, he came yeah. in and he was he was outstanding. Um, and then again when he came when he came on last uh, at the end of last season, I thought um, I thought again he was outstanding when Conza moved into the centre back and and, uh, and 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 Gilbert uh, Gilbert moved to um, to right back. So. You know, it's a shame, but it looks to me um, that most of the players that didn't make the bench tonight are probably going to be, be moved on. So um, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Were you surprised by the, the fact we have three defenders on the bench this evening? Do you, do you, are you just saying that the players that didn't make the bench tonight, Lansbury, Samata? Because you'd, you'd have thought, really, Hotter, there's no, there? yeah, Hotter as well. Because mm. there isn't really a need for Taylor Horse and Elmo, if, if we're being perfectly honest. Yeah. Th- those players' futures that were, weren't on the bench tonight, they're in a bit of trouble, aren't they? I think so, and I think you know. I think Dean knows that that we've got players coming in this week. Um, you know, you add you add Troyer into that team, and then you've got an extra winger on the bench. Yeah. So either Trezeguet or El Ghazi. So um, yeah, I think I think there was probably a reason behind that. It was a very it was very much a, a, a an early season pre transfer window closure bench. You know, I mean, there was no there was nothing really coming from the bench. Um, but you know, I thought Davis did did well when he came on. I love the same guy. I just, just love the same get get prime goal, and I think he, he works really hard. And this other play is excellent, and um, just missing that that final uh, that final killer instinct, you know. But um, yeah, I just I just think he's a he's a real a real grafter. Yeah, nice to see some familiar names in the comments as well. I've seen Sobered on Blue pop up a couple of times. Just in an Arsenal fan actually pop up as well. He's obviously tuned in to hear what we say about Martinez. I always think it's a good sign when fans of the yeah. team that the players have left. Are very very yeah. complimentary, and that does seem to be the case with Cash, Watkins, and Martinez. To be fair, yeah, all the fans yeah. of the teams that they've departed of are, are upset to see them go, but wish them all the best. And that, that's yeah. quite rare, and that probably tells you a lot about the type of person we try and get into the club as well, because yeah. we know that the the coach Dean Smith and the coaching staff they're very particular about the personality of the yeah. players that they're getting, aren't they, Chris? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree, and I think um, I brought that point up last week um, about Martinez because I think we um, we signed him the day of the of the Burton game and. And I said, you know, Arsenal fans are hard are hard ones to please, and um, yeah, they were they were devastated, absolutely devastated. Um, and uh, yeah, I've not, again, I've not even heard a single like not a single negative comment about that transfer. That's why that's why again I'll say it for the third time tonight, best piece of business this transfer window easily. Um, Brentford, I mean, Brentford fans are are a nice bunch. You know, we got to know them quite well over the yeah. last few years, and 
they probably ended up feeling quite sorry for us um, because we, we we couldn't buy a win at Griffin Park, and then obviously we buy Hogan off them, and we buy um, um, well obviously Hotter came, but um, yeah, to spend that money on on Hogan and it didn't quite work out, and then um, to um, to bring in Watkins, uh, I think I think it'll be a different story with him, but um, yeah, no, definitely, yeah, absolutely spot on. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure everyone in the chat, everyone in the chat's bound to wish Scott Hogan well in his in his moves that, that that he's got in the in the last week or so as well. So we definitely wish him all the best at, at Blues. I think our next guest is ready. I think Ty Bracey, the loudmouth from Twitter, is about to come on. Hopefully, I'll get the thumbs up again. There he is. How you doing, boys? The real, the real Slim Shitty. There he is. <laughs> yeah, looking okay. looking cool in those headphones, mate. Yeah, it's because my Mac gives absolute mad echo. I get told off at work all the time for just rattling echoes, so I just put headphones on to be safe. Yeah, you're a pretty positive Villa fan, to be fair, so I imagine you'll be you'll be buzzing with tonight. Any any win's a good win, isn't it? Absolutely, mate. Um, you know, there's there's a few negative parts, but I think that comes with being overly optimistic at the start of the season, which this year I haven't done. Um, no. No, I have, like, I've been optimistic, but not overly. Like, when I seen us uh, pump Leipzig, you know, pre-season last year, I was oh, like, yeah. here we go, Europa League, come at me, bro. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I've just turned it down a little bit this year. But, yeah, over the moon with three points. Yeah, who impressed you tonight for Villa? Who stood oh, out? I mean, as uh, as Matty Lynch said, you know, uh, getting that, uh, that penalty save. Unbelievable from Martinez. He looks so cool and composed on the ball for someone who doesn't get regular first-team football. The confidence is there, and that's something we've been lacking, you know, in a keeper apart from Heaton for a long time at, uh, at Villa. Uh, Ezri Concert looks bang on the money. Um, looked really solid, and obviously he got the goal as well. And Matty Cash uh, sank into the Premier League, you know, just perfectly. You know, I think he had a great debut, and to see his balls go in the box... Um, fantastic balls in the box, looking really dangerous. Were you a bit concerned though that it didn't feel like there was anyone going to get on, on the end area? Obviously, the, obviously the opposition we're playing tonight, she- Sheffield United—that that's their bread and butter, isn't it? They've got they play usually when they're not getting men sent off with, with three massive centre halves. Were you a bit concerned at the, the manner in which we tried to break them down because it, it didn't feel like we were going to have that incisiveness tonight? And obviously, the goal has come from a set piece. Um, I mean, I found we put in a lot more balls into the box. Um, in this game, as opposed to last season, really, I feel like we were trying to distribute more balls into the box. Um, obviously, you got three massive centre-backs. Then when they had a man sent off, they're constantly on the back foot, you know, probably paying for a draw and maybe hoping for a, a counter-attack. Um, but, you know, it was always going to be tough to break them down with 11 men, let alone 10. You know, they had 10 men behind the ball up until um, we went one nil up, you know. so uh, But Watkins just seems to be in the right place. And I think that's something... Um, we definitely lacked in Samata. He definitely seems like he's uh, he's in the right place at the right time with the balls coming in the box. Yeah. Dolan, what did you make of um, Jack tonight? We haven't really spoke about him so far, which is rare because any Villa show that, that I do, I'm always talking about Jack and he's obviously the the subject of many things in, in, in the Villa fan base. Southgate was in, in the crowd. I saw him, he, yeah. the sky camera cut to him right in the notes. He was probably right about Mason Mount whilst he was, whilst he was <laughs> sat there. <laughs> do, you, do you think he'd have been impressed with Jack tonight? Yeah, I mean Jack was good. I mean, without being without being good, he's still the best player on the pitch by by a country mile. You know, every time he gets the ball, he just draws in fouls. Um, I mean, nobody was was particularly great. Nobody had a particularly standout game. Um, but I tell you what, man, like you you made the statement about Mings playing for England. I think if Conza keeps us going, I can see Conza forcing his way into 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 that into that team. I think he certainly if Jack if Jack didn't particularly impress tonight. 
think Konza certainly would have um, would have given Southgate a bit of food for thought. And I, I tell, I'd certainly have Konza in the team ahead of Harry Maguire any day of the week. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to call it. I can see Konza in England squad in the next next 12 months. Easily. He will meet the Euro squad, but I reckon after after the European squad, um, I think I think he'll he'll bring him in if, if he carries on playing like that. Even he for me, he was one of our best players post post lockdown. I mean, yep. when he moved into the back with, with Mings, um, he was outstanding, absolutely outstanding. Um and uh yeah, uh, I think I think Conza certainly would have um, would have stood out massively for Southgate tonight. I think Conza, the thing he actually has got on his side is that Southgate very much likes the development from through the age group. So he, yeah. he likes to pull people from the under-21s who've got that experience yeah. of having a tournament like Conza has with the under-21s and then, then putting them in the, in, in the full side. So I think he does have that on his side, to be fair. Ty, what did, you, what did you think of Jack tonight as well? I mean, he wasn't his best performance. It wasn't his most flashy performance. But he's always our danger man, without a doubt, isn't he? Absolutely, yeah. Um he was uh, he was trying those one twos uh, very close together with a lot of defenders around. But you know, as I said, when they had ten man behind the ball, you know, it's hard. He, even Super Jackie's going to struggle. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just one of those. But uh, yeah, I don't think he had a bad game at all. Do you think the people that have been negative are perhaps overlooking the fact that it isn't always easy to play against ten men because you're playing essentially like you say with a team with just men behind the ball and Sheffield United are very drilled, very organised. It's not as easy as it looks, is it? That kind of game. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, when you've got 10 men, there's definitely no excuse from the 10 that are on the pitch for anyone to be lazy. So everyone has yeah. to really pull together and work that little bit harder anyway. Uh, you know, and Ollie Watkins is in there. But as I said earlier, he was just in the right place. It's just, you know, you've got three massive, solid centre-backs. And, you know, uh, Sheffield Sheffield United, as much as they've had a rocky start and they've got some horrible fixtures coming up, they shouldn't be taken for granted. So three points is three points on the opening day of the season. Massive, mate. Yeah, yeah I think as well, like, on... on on that on that point, sorry, Dan. I think Villa are always partial to a mistake, and nobody made yeah. mistakes in it. You know, maybe target for the penalty, but nobody made, nobody gave the ball away. Nobody made it. Nobody really. There was there wasn't that many misplaced passes. Um, so it was very very solid. It just wasn't flashy from anyone. It was just very very solid, and it has to be with ten, against ten men. And um, you know, uh, I mean, you look at the games last year. Really picked up one win. We had ten men against Arsenal, West Ham. And Brighton, and we only won the game. loads, you know. Uh, and so tonight, tonight was it wasn't flashy, it wasn't solid, but it's three points and it's massive. It's massive. Yeah, we made tough work of that Brighton win as well. If that was the yeah, only one that, exactly. that we won we against we ten men, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we've got a winnable game next as well. I mean, all games are winnable, essentially, but Fulham at home's a nice game to have next. We've obviously got the cup on, on Thursday as well. Tight. Dolan's talking about two, two or three more players coming coming in. What are you expecting to see from Villa the rest of the window? Um, well, I talk to you both very closely about these things. Uh, usually, it's me uh, winding down up more than ever. But me and Dolan talk quite a lot about transfers and stuff. Um, obviously, we did a bit of a madness on Twitter uh, during the weekend with the uh, with the the free Rositska movement and stuff. Um, I, I'd love to see him in, and uh, I think the plan is, uh, especially after watching that FIFA ratings video with Jack to. Uh, bring Jack more central, you know, because him and yeah. Dean were having a bit of banter and a bit of a dig at each other. Um, but I think the plan is to put Jack more in the uh, centre part of the pitch, to be fair. So, I mean, if we can get someone with those type of legs and, you know, an eye for goal, I'll be uh, I'll be over the moon, mate. Yeah, well, it's always good to have you on time. I'm sure we'll have you on, on again. 
everyone will know Ty's Twitter, so I don't know actually saying everyone knows it. I haven't got a clue what he is, but I'm sure, yeah, pick him up on Twitter because he's always there mouthing off, as, as we saw earlier today. But it's, it's always good to see you, brother. And you, mate. Thanks for having me on, guys. See you later, man. See you, mate. Yeah, definitely the loudest man on Twitter, probably the loudest man on the Villa View in terms of hair and, and all that as well, which is something you've been renowned for over the years. But I tell you what, Ty's done you there, hasn't he? I mean, I, I keep it simple, man. I'm keeping it simple yeah. these days. Nice, nice, and nice, simple, uh, short back and sides. Still's the trick at my age. I'm, I'm, I'm 34 in a few weeks, man. So, uh, well, don't even talk to me about any age. More, any more silly air calls. How was your birthday? Good, mate. Good, yeah, yeah, really good. Not, not, not delighted to be turning 35, but. As Curtis Davis says on, said to me on my Instagram, it, it, it's still pretty young, so he, he's still playing. So he's one of the the few professional footballers that's actually uh, the same yeah. age as me. But yeah, they're they're running out, and I'm not happy about turning 35. Bringing it away for, from my age and just the games we've got coming up. League Cup again on Thursday. Quick quick turnaround there, and then and then Fulham on Monday at Villa Park in the league. Yeah. Two, two wins. I don't, I don't I don't think we'll win on Thursday night. No, no, I don't, oh, yeah. don't think we'll win on Thursday. No, I don't know. Um, well, it depends what team they put out. It depends what team we put out. But I mean, they're flying at the minute. They look pretty good. Uh, in, in yeah, the, they started uh, from well. What I've seen, from what I've seen of uh, of, of of Brazil, the first few games, um, they seem bang up for it. Um, it just depends who we who we put out. Um, but you know, they're, every game's tough. Every game's tough. Fulham away is never easy to go to. Uh, it's, a, no, it's a home. It's a home. It's a home. I know, so it's away, it's, isn't it? He's away. It's away. It's away. It's a Cribben yeah. Cottage. Yeah, yeah, it's a Cribben Cottage. My favourite away um, ground. Great away day. I've had many, many great, great, um, great, great, great nights there. But um, yeah, they're they're certainly they're, they're looking very, very shaky. I think they're, uh, yeah, I think they're probably going to struggle this year. Um, that that boy Hector at the back looks looks a little bit all over the show, um, and they look very, very leaky. Um, but. Yeah, I fancy us against Fulham. I do. I really do. It depends who we can get in. If we can get in, uh, Rashika, uh, Traor will obviously start on Thursday. I hope um, for a yeah. bit of fitness. He can play. He can play on, on Monday. And um, you know, if we uh, another two additions to that first eleven, will then make the bench stronger as well. And yeah, I, I, I do fancy us against Fulham next Monday. I do. I think. I think we're um, more than capable of um, of going there and getting a positive result. What do you think about about the next couple? I mean, Fulham, like you say, defensively, they're looking a bit of trouble early doors, don't they? I think they need to do some business in in the defence. I noticed that Doy's still playing playing for them. He's been there for a, yeah. for a few years now, and he, I think he showed he wasn't Premier League quality the last time they were in yeah. the Premier League. So I think yeah. they're in a little bit of trouble. I think we look at, look a bit more solid, and I think we can cause them problems. Like you say, we might have a couple in by then as well. I, I fancy us. I've got to be honest, I fancy us going mm. there. I mean, my record of going to Craven Cottage is absolutely abysmal, so the fact that we can't go is probably a good thing. But yeah. Overall, I know people are probably thinking we should have took Sheffield United apart today with 80 or so minutes against 10 men, but it's a win and I'm feeling good about what we've done. I'm feeling good about the business we've done. I think we're operating in a really savvy way this summer compared to 12 months ago, although I know there were caveats last summer. I just think we're in a, in a really good place and I'm pretty positive, so. mate. I think, I think so. And it's just nice to be, it's nice to feel like we're acting like a big club again. And, yeah, um, that's true. You know, it would be nice to hear. It would be, be lovely to hear maybe uh, an, an interview or two with 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 the um, owners. But what they're doing is 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 absolutely phenomenal. And um, you know, you look you look at the, you look at the whole setup in general. I love what Perth was doing with the academy. I know we're working on Bodymore Heath. Um, I, I think I think um, I, I think it's the only way is up. The only way is up. And um, I said last year I thought we'd struggle, and we did. 
um, I think this year. I think we'll um, we'll 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 finish around about the sort of twelfth to fourteenth kind of position, which I would I would bite your hand off because it's it's going to be yep. gradual. It'll be gradual. Uh, I would just love to know what they told Jack Rulish in that in that FaceTime um, meeting. I'd love to know. I'd love to know what what they said to him to um, to to keep him here. But listen, it's exciting. It's really exciting, and um, I'm buzzing. And any three points is massive. And um, you look at you look at tonight, and if you break it down and you know, goalkeeper was was phenomenal. Penalty save, um, played some good football at times. Um, you know, clean sheet, three points. Players to come in. No, it's it's all good, man. It's all good. I think that sums it up pretty well, and we'll and we'll end on that. Once again, thanks to Purity, and you'll notice the code at the, at the bottom of your screen. If you do fancy getting yourself some Purity slash Villa goodies from there, you can use the code hashtag. Villa View and you'll get 10% off your order. Dolan, it's been great to have you back as well. Yes. Obviously, a bit of a, a bit of a surprise. We were obviously planning on, on bringing you back in anyway, but a, a big surprise to, to lose Tom last week. And obviously, I'm sure everyone sends Tom the best. He's been a massive part of the channel over the yeah. last three or four years. So it, it's sad to lose him, but hopefully he'll be back one day. But first show back full-time, Chris. Villa win. Excellent stuff. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.